you know, on the simplest level, it's just nice to remind yourself that that uh, you you sort of almost always, even when you feel like a day didn't go very productively, you actually probably did a whole lot of stuff. It's incredibly easy to forget the sort of number of genuinely worthwhile things that you did. If you're a knowledge worker, you have to be your own boss, your own manager. Even if you're not self-employed and you have a real manager, the nature of knowledge work means you need to spend a lot of time working on complex, multi-phase pieces of work independently. And that requires a lot of self-discipline and some pretty involved self-management. Unfortunately, we expect a lot from ourselves as workers, but we're not very kind to ourselves as bosses. We want top performance all the time, and we don't take a moment to reward ourselves, to pat ourselves on the back when we do succeed. This is obviously detrimental to our happiness, but it's also, ironically, pretty bad for our productivity. If we're constantly berating ourselves and never pausing to acknowledge our achievements, we get stuck in negative feedback loops. Your to-do list will never actually end because you'll always need to add more items to it tomorrow. And sorry, I don't have a solution for that. But what you can do is compile a done list so that the to-do list doesn't expand forever in only one direction. My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. Welcome to your favorite tips. Across 10 bite-sized episodes, I'll be sharing tips from some of the world's best thinkers that you, the listeners, have found the most useful. We're covering everything from creating better to-do lists to setting more effective boundaries around your time. And you'll be hearing from people like best-selling author Sally Hepworth, CoronaCast host and journalist Norman Swan, and Google's executive productivity advisor, Laura May Martin. Today's favourite tip comes from Melissa, and she writes, My favourite tip is from your episode with Oliver Berkman about reframing how we think about our to-do lists. I actually consciously did this yesterday when faced with my dreaded to-do list and gave myself a little high five at the end of the day for completing three separate documents and sending them out for stakeholder feedback. So here is best-selling author and Guardian columnist Oliver Berkman talking about how he approaches his to-do list. Yeah, that is an incredibly simple notion. That is just the idea that in addition to all these lists that we keep or systems that we have to tell to tell us and organize all the things we have not yet done um this sort of terrible weight of the of the not yet completed things cut yourself some slack keep a list of uh that you add to of, of the things that you complete right keep a keep a keep a record of um of what you do some of the ways that people organize their their to-dos will naturally create these, right? If you're sort of moving things among columns on a Kanban board or something like that, you're going to naturally come up with a list of completed items. But if you're the, just have a sort of regular to-do list, like keep one other list where you literally write something down every time you've, you've crossed it off one list, or even if you it wasn't on that list, you know, if you do it, write it on the done list. I think, you know, in the simplest level, it's just nice to remind yourself that, that, uh, you, you sort of, 
almost always, even when you feel like a day didn't go very productively, you actually probably did a whole lot of stuff. It's incredibly easy to forget the sort of number of genuinely worthwhile things that you did. On a subtler level, I think it helps challenge this notion that um, a lot of people have, and that I certainly am still to some extent afflicted by, that you sort of start each morning in a condition of what I called uh, productivity debt, you know, that like you owe it to yourself or maybe to your boss or or something to like to sort of pay off this debt through being productive. And hopefully on a really good day, you might get back up to like zero balance. You might get yourself out of overdraft and out of debt and, um, and, and back to zero, which is a really kind of, I mean, there are lots of reasons for it, but it's a really unfortunate and self-punishing way to frame work. And it's tied into all these kind of ideas that people have uh, about their self-worth and about the idea that they're not really justifying their existence on the planet not really, they don't really have a right to, to exist unless they, unless they sort of pull off a certain amount of tasks. Obviously, people are in jobs where they do, in another sense, have to do a certain amount of tasks uh, to get paid. But in this existential sense, you know, I think a lot of people have, certainly me, historically, have, have tied up their sense of sort of basic adequacy as a human with, with how productive they're being. And the great thing about a done list is it sort of rewires this a bit and and helps you to think, well, how about you start the morning at zero and everything that you do is extra, like it's a deposit into your productivity bank account instead of just paying off a debt. Why why not think about it that way? Why Why not think that you're absolutely enough as you are? And then if you manage to do a whole lot of cool things today, that's all extra and it's all great. That's so cool. I love that reframe because I've never been able to consistently keep uh, a done list, even though I really like the advice. And and interestingly, I've recently changed my workflow around how I manage tasks. And I was listening to you talk about your to-do list strategy and the, the long list and the short list, or I think in the book you refer to it as an open list and a closed list, uh, right. which really, yeah, which really resonated with me. And I've recently someone put me onto this software called Motion. Annoyingly, there are two calendar softwares called Motion. And for anyone that is interested, it's usemotion.io, not .com. And how it works is that you have your, it combines your task list, and I guess this would be the, well, I guess the closed list with your calendar. So you're seeing both on the same screen and you enter your tasks on the left-hand side and you assign an approximate time of how long they would take to complete and then you drag and drop them into your calendar. So it sort of automatically time boxes for you in terms of that task then becomes a meeting with yourself. And then when you finish the task, like normally what would happen if you were just doing normal time boxing is time would pass and you would have finished the task. But with this, you actually get to tick it off and it stays in your calendar, but it's kind of greyed out. So huh. like you get to the end of the day and you feel that sense of achievement or progress because everything you've completed is still there, but it's ticked off and you get to tick it off as you go through your day, which also, you know, is just good in in, in terms of giving you that dopamine hit as you go throughout it. But it's also good in terms of not overscheduling yourself because you kind of like you like if you treat that task list as the closed list and then you make sure that 
you have time to fit everything physically into your calendar, then you kind of end up with this perfectly balanced calendar, I find. I personally love the idea of a done list. It avoids that all too common feeling of getting to the end of the day and wondering, what did I actually do today? On the days where I do remember to write a done list, I feel a really powerful sense of progress and like my time was really well spent, much more so than when I don't finish my day with writing a done list. As a listener of How I Work, you've hopefully picked up a few tips on this show to help you work better. But do you want more? And maybe in a book form, because let's face it, books are the most awesome thing on the planet. Well, now you can. In my new book, TimeWise, I uncover a wealth of proven strategies that anyone can use to improve their productivity, work and lifestyle. TimeWise brings together all of the gems that I've learned from conversations with the world's greatest thinkers, including Adam Grant, Dan Pink, Mia Friedman and Turia Pitt and many, many others. TimeWise is launching on July 5, but you can pre-order it now from amantha.com. And if you pre-order TimeWise, I have a couple of bonuses for you. First, you'll receive an ebook that details my top 20 favorite apps and software for being TimeWise with email, calendar, passwords, reading, cooking, ideas, and more. You will also get a complimentary spot in a webinar that I'm running on June 29, where I will be sharing the tactics from TimeWise that I use most often, and also some bonus ones that are not in the book that I use and love. Hop onto amantha.com to pre-order now. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.